Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Papa top again. I've just got time for one more round. Set them up, my friend. All right, welcome back to episode 74 of Two Drunk Yes, I think it's 73, isn't it? 73 is the draft episode, dipshit. Oh, well, either way. 74 of Two Drunk Brothers in a Podcast, presented by the Hub Chicago. And Travis, we haven't done this what are you drinking on tonight? I am drinking, actually, a glad you asked, something different. Uh, Uncle Bob's Root Beer Whiskey shit's good. with regular or diet root beer. So. Shit's good. Shit is good. You, if you, I don't know if it's a nationwide thing or where it's at, but Uncle Bob's Root Beer Whiskey is where it's at. There's a great picture of me at a tailgate. Was it like three or four years ago at a Mizzou tailgate? And I have Uncle Bob's Whiskey, and I have it like all over my fucking shirt. Dude, it is it is something that I could honestly drink straight if I really wanted to. But yeah, because remember, mom and dad came up that weekend, and dad's like, "You know anything to take shots of?" I said, "Yeah, I got this root beer whiskey, and it was fucking delicious." Yeah, it just tastes like straight root beer. Like I put honestly almost half and half, and it just tastes like straight root beer. So check it out. I'm gonna have to what give me some drinking that? on. I'm gonna go. What am I drinking on? Yeah, I am going light tonight. I had a few glasses of wine with with dinner. Um, so now I'm doing some uh, 360 vodka with a cherry bubbly. So, all right, well, less than manly, but that's okay. Yeah, I know. I got I, I got to make the, I got to make the switch back to uh, to whiskey. I've been drinking a lot of vodka recently. I want I want to go back to whiskey. It's okay. Once once this root beer runs out, I have a watermelon white claw on deck. So that's next up in the arsenal. There we go. All right. Well, we are going to do a draft recap. Uh, Obviously, a lot happened. I know the draft, it broke records on TV, a lot of shit, because it was really the only, like, quote-unquote sports we've had in fucking months. So we're going to do a draft recap. We're not going to go super in-depth. Basically, we're going to give our best draft, our worst draft, and then we're going to go division by division and, like, give you a quick analysis, a grade, rank them in that division. So let's kick it off. Before with, we do, before we do that, let's talk about our mock draft, which yeah, was not great. A little worse than last year. A little technically only four, but since one of the guys went exactly on pace later in the first with, I think it was like pick 22 or whatever it was. Yeah. He went at the pick we picked and it wasn't the right team. So we counted that as a half. So we got four and a half didn't beat last year's, Record of seven, which it was uh it was Kenneth Murray at twenty four. The Chargers Chargers traded up to draft Kenneth Murray. But either way you look at it, I feel like this year's draft was much more complicated to mock. I mean, you had like the first six or seven, and then after that, it was just downfall. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let me look at Kuiper or one of those guys' mock drafts, and I guarantee you, it's the same thing. Like, it's just so hard to predict. Uh, you don't know what teams are looking for. Teams throw out smoke screens all the time. So 
Um, but anyway, let's anal- let's get to analyzing. So um, AFC East. Let's just go with our best and worst draft overall first. Okay, I have two of each, so I want to like I want to hear your best first to see if it's the same, and then I'll give you my best. So I don't have two. I have. I, I know I'm only going to give one. I, that's why I just want to hear yours first. I gave one A plus, and I gave one F minus 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 minus. Okay, um, I didn't give any Fs. My lowest is a D minus. My highest was an A plus. All right, so my A plus best draft was the Arizona Cardinals. Um. They were up there for me, not one of my top two, but they were up there. So the reason why they were the best draft for me is because they got a player in Isaiah Simmons at eighth that they should never even had a shot at because all those teams passed up on them, which was ridiculous. Um, I thought Carolina should have taken them at seven. Um, A lot of teams could have taken them, but he fell to eight. To me, you could argue that he was one of the top players, top defensive players in the draft, could have been taken second overall, if we really want to go down to brass tacks, like I think he's a better player than Chase Young. I think this is by far and away the best player in the draft. Whoever passed up on him is going to regret it, whether or not you needed the man or not. Yeah. And also a reason why the Cardinals got an A-plus for me is they got Josh. So people thought they were going to take tackle in the top 10. They didn't expect Isaiah – they would have taken a tackle, but they didn't expect, expect Isaiah Simmons to fall to eight. He did. And then they got Josh Jones, a first-round talent at, at offensive tackle. In the third round, um, everyone who passed up on Josh Jones or were taking tackle after t- after the first top four had gone, that passed up on Josh Jones and took other tackles are going to regret it um, because the Cardinals got an absolute fucking steal in the third round. So just for those two players alone and where they got them at, that's why to me I think they had, they had the best overall draft. Yeah, I had them very high, one of my favorite drafts, but didn't quite make the top tier. My favorite draft, I'm going to go ahead. This isn't it. My honorable mention, not going to talk about it. Jacksonville Jaguars was really hard for me to determine them and the team I picked, which team I picked, and I hate doing it because I saw a lot of buzz about how everyone loved their draft, is the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, They got an A-plus for me. They had 15 picks. Yeah, it was a lot. 15. And when you have 15 picks, it's hard to mess up. You're going to find some diamonds in the rough. But they also had an absolute haul of a draft. They got – their wide receiver, they somehow managed to get Justin they Jefferson. They stole Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I did not think he was going to be there at 22. Um, then they went corner and got Jeff Gladney at 31. That was an also very solid pick. We all knew they needed a tackle. The tackle fell to them in the second. Ezra Cleveland saw a lot of buzz around him, how he was late first, early second-round talent. They scooped him up at the uh, end of the second. And then just looking through and through, they got a hell of a player in the round four, Troy Dye, the linebacker out of Oregon. Uh, I saw some tape on him, and he is just a dude that can make some great plays all over the field. With just with 15 picks, they have a lot of guys that are going to come in and make an impact for their team and such a competitive division too. Yeah, yeah. So at just uh, I went and looked at it. The Vikings had the top grade for me in the, in the NFC North. Um, they got an A uh, just because they got Jefferson, Je- Justin Jefferson at 22 when he shouldn't have been there. They got um, Jeff Gladney at 31, like you said, and then I also had, had Ezra Cleveland down. So that's that's a great one. So let's roll into our worst draft, and I would not be surprised if we had the same team here. I have the Green Bay Packers. I didn't have them. So the Green Bay I Packers, I don't like it, but I don't. Absolutely fucking bomb this draft 
They traded up, gave Miami another fucking pick that they didn't need that they ended up using to trade up again. But um, they traded up four spots, and I was listening to it. The reason why they traded up to draft Jordan Love was because that was the only player left on their board that had a first-round grade, and they thought that they should jump up and take that player because he had a first-round grade because they thought somebody was going to take them between 26 to 30. So they that's fine, up. though. They didn't need him. Uh, that, that's, that's my thing. They didn't need him. Aaron Rodgers still has four years, left on his, four years left on his contract. I mean, this is a team that was one game away from the fucking Super Bowl last year. So it's not like they needed a quarterback. And, and, and they're around. trying to draft for the future. Yeah. Right now. Like, that's what they look like they're doing, not only with that pick, but with the A.J. Dillon pick in the second round. Horrible. Horrible. Yeah, and he wasn't even the best running back on the board at that time. I mean no. – and they have Aaron Jones, the other kid, what Jamal Williams have played, played good last year. So, you, do you really want three running backs? Like, I, I just, and also not drafting any wide receivers was absolutely stupid, in my opinion. So, they just had an absolute horrible draft, top to bottom. F- are we going to talk about them later when we do the division thing? Are we going to touch on them? I mean, we can, but they're, they're, they're going to be my bottom of that division. They were the worst draft for me overall. No, yeah. I'm just, I was just saying that when they took a tight end in the third round, even then he wasn't the best tight end on the board. No. I just don't understand Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, and Aaron Rodgers can only take you so far. So why not try to build up some talent around him? I don't see them going much – going farther than they did last year at all. Well, they didn't, they didn't get better. Like, you know, Pat McAfee was listening to his podcast today. He said it best. He goes, I feel like in the draft you can either stay pat or get better. Very rarely do you get worse, and the Green Bay Packers got worse. So I, it's just it's weird. It's weird. Well, not only did they do that, but I'm sure they pissed off Aaron Rodgers and the. That, and that's what they're saying. Like, imagine day one of them going into the facility. You know, all the media is going to be in there because of the coronavirus and shit. And Jordan Love and you know Aaron Rodgers are probably going to have lockers that are very very close to one another. Like I'm sure that if they're envisioning a. Brett Favre-esque Aaron Rodgers relationship like it was when Aaron Rodgers was drafted to the Packers. I feel like this is different. Like, Brett Favre didn't have the years left on his contract on, on his contract that Aaron Rodgers does. I mean, it's just – I don't think it's going to be a good situation at all. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You're muted, by the way. Yep, I see that. Uh, it's not – yelling at my dog. Uh, don't like their draft. Be, for me, it was, in, it was between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Philadelphia Eagles, and I went with the Eagles. Yep. I gave them a D-minus just because, I mean, yes, they got their wide receiver in the first round, but they got Jalen Rieger, Rager, however you want, however it's pronounced, with their pick. Like they had Justin Jefferson. There's T. Higgins. There was Brandon Ayuk, all these people on the board, and you take a short, speedy guy that's not really going to change the game. I mean, he's not a Tyreek Hill. Why don't you go out and get a guy, a safety net, a taller wide receiver, bigger target for Carson Wentz? You didn't do that. Whatever. Had a chance to capitalize on it in round two. Nope. 
they get Jalen Hurts, a guy who I don't know why they drafted in the second round or how he was even a second round pick. But they just gave Carson Wentz an absolute fucking bag last year on the contract extension. I mean, yes, granted, he is a walking Band-Aid. He gets hurt every single year. Jalen Hurts was good in college. I feel like this is one of those quarterbacks who doesn't trans, like, convert to the NFL. Like, he's a, he's I feel like they're going to try to make him a Taysom Hill. And he's not that. I don't know. I mean, I get he could – he's quick. I, mean, I don't know where they get that from, though, like – He's not like the best athlete I've ever seen. He's a quarterback, great college quarterback, not made for the NFL. No, I agree. The Eagles had other than I believe I was just scrolling through it, believe, but minus the Packers, you got an F triple minus. They were the only other team on my board on, on in this when I was going through this. I got an F. You mentioned the Steelers; they are last in my NFC North. They got a C minus for me. Um, not great. By the way, we were just talking about Taysom Hill. I saw Brad Smith, the quarter, old quarterback from Mizzou, tweet out. He goes, "Anybody looking for anybody looking for a poor man's Taysom Hill won't want to come back for a few more snaps." That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. but no, yeah, yeah. Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. yeah, Eagles were horrendous. Like they passed on Justin Jefferson, gifted that to the Vikings, who ended up. It's kind of hilarious that the Eagles were your worst draft and the Vikings were your best because if the Eagles take Justin Jefferson, you may not like the Vikings draft as much. Um, yeah, exactly. They pretty much gifted it to him. I mean, just that wide receiver they took at 21 was not the guy that they should have taken. Their wide receivers are horrendous. Their offense is bad. So with the 10 picks they had, I didn't really like any of them. Yeah, I mean, so they were the only other F for me besides the Packers. Um, so we got our best, my best, the Cardinals, Travis's best, the Vikings, my worst, the Packers, Travis's worst was the Eagles, flame us, all NFC teams, by the way, no NFC teams in our best or worst. So that's kind of interesting there. So let's go in and you want to go West to East. We're going to go NFC. So, well, I have, I have AFC East first, but we can go however you want to go. Let's do, uh, let's do AFC East first and with our dolphins in it and get that out of the way. Um, Top to bottom, you know, I there. I think there's three teams that are fairly close in this division as far as draft grades, and I have one team that superior that severely underperformed compared to the rest. Uh, I don't have any team that did great. The team that did the best is probably the team that needed to do the best. Um, let's just dive into it. The New England Patriots. Um, I gave them a D plus. Yep, me too. They were my worst team in this division. 10 overall picks, but I feel like they did just a horrible job with them. They pick a guy with their first their first well, overall. They, well, they trade they, first of all, they trade it out of the first round, which is fine. But then they take yes. yeah. Then they then they take Kyle Duggar, the safety or defensive back from Lenore Ryan. A I think it's division two. Yep. Is what it was. was the like, highest D two picks is two thousand and six. Like, come on. I mean, I know the Patriots are probably good with their scouting, but that's who you're going to take. I did like their second and third picks, Josh Hucci yep. and Anthony Jennings out of Alabama. But then the back-to-back tight ends was weird. Yeah, like, come on. And then the tight ends that they took were in another situation where the tight ends that were on the board were way better than the tight ends they took. They take a kicker in the fifth. 
Yeah, that, just, I wrote that down, like, what the fuck is that? And then they don't take a linebacker until a six, and that was probably that probably the position they needed the most. Well, there's number their second pick, Josh Uchi is like an edge linebacker combo. But you, but you know just as well as I do, those edge rushers in college never translate to linebackers in the NFL. Like they're he, they're gonna they're gonna make a bulk up, and he's gonna play defensive end in the NFL. And Anthony Jennings is considered a linebacker as well. So, I mean, I guess they covered that, but just their whole draft is not good. I. They didn't address the QB situation, which is what I was waiting for them to do. Unless they get Cam Newton. Which I actually right. read they're, they're the favorites to land them. Yeah, which how many times have we seen the favorites to land someone not land them, a.k.a. James Winston? Yeah, that was wild. So if they, if they don't sign him, they're all right with Jarrett Stidham. Yikes, not good. Um, Brian Hoyer, man. Don't like it. D plus. Yeah, D, I had the same thing. D plus, same same reasons. Um, let's move on to, I guess, the number three team in the AFC East. Um, uh, who is your num- my number three team? I'll just go. I'll start off. Is the Jets? I gave them a B. Um, your number three team. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy, mine yeah, is the all, Dolphins with a C. All three. The rest of the three of mine have have aren't as hot. Aren't in the A's, but they're all in the B range. I have the Jets at a B. Um, I really thought that Adam Gase – well, I guess the Jets and the Dolphins both for me got to be. Um, so I'll go ahead and talk, talk, about, talk about the Jets first. Um, I thought Adam Gase really fucked it up by not going wide receiver at number 11 and picking McKee Becton. I was like, this is a travesty. It's a mistake. But then they got Denzel Mims at 59 in the second, which is an absolute steal. And they get Ashton Davis at safety in the third. He's going to pair really, really well with Jamal Adams. The rest of the draft for that is kind of like meh. Um, which if they would have, if they would have had a few more home run picks, they might be up in that A territory. But for me, just those three they got, um, they got probably the the most giant tackle in the draft, a great steal at Denzel Mims at fifty nine, which they needed at wide receiver, and then in the safety to go with Jamal Adams in, in the third round. So they got. So what'd you give them? A B. So I gave them a B as well. I love those three picks, how they panned out. Would have liked to see the tackle and wide receiver flip flop. In the first two rounds, but that's fine. But it kind of it, it, it kind of worked out for him, though. Yeah, it did. I think a lot of people are sleeping on Bryce Hall, the corner from Virginia, who they picked up in round five. I love that pick. That for me threw them up to a B. I wasn't in love with the rest. B B plus flirting on that B plus range. But other than that, I mean, Bryce Hall was the eighty seventh ranked prospect in the draft. They got him with pick one fifty eight. Yeah. So that's huge for them. They're my second best team in this division. Okay. All right. Not, not in the season, but for the draft. Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, my, I had the Dolphins at a B. I know you had them at third with the C, um, which I'm interested to hear your thoughts on it. I did not like the Dolphins first round. Tua, I get it. It's fine. I, I didn't like pretty much almost. I like three picks of their 11. Um, Tua, hate it, awful, whatever. Not even going to cover that because I'm sure you can imagine why. Just injury history, terrible. Take him at pick five. That's just – I don't know what you're doing. Well, I'm interested, to hear, I'm interested to hear what you say about the Chargers <laughs> and we get to them. But Okay. Second pick, I get we're going tackle. But then you take Austin Jackson, a guy yeah. who is just not – that highly touted could have been taken with their first pick in the second round, I believe. Uh, he he's this is a bad pick. The dude, okay, he donated bone marrow at before last college season to his little sister. Awesome, cool. He she had 
some sort of disease saved your life probably that's great but he's that apparently when you donate bone marrow it makes you very weak the dude couldn't even squat with weight on the racks till week four of last season so i don't know how quick you can recover from this so on and so forth. Me and Jarrett saw a picture of his face. I mean, like he little, literally looks like a linebacker. And then yeah, like little mugshot or whatever it is looks horrible. I, I, I get he's a project, but he probably would have, would have been there with our first or maybe even second second round pick. Um, so, I, 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 like I said, the first round for me is total blah. Like, I don't like 18. I don't, I don't have to pick a 30. What I do like is everything after that. Second I don't round, know about everything. Second round, I like the Robert Hunt pick from Louisiana. He's a big mauler. I like the Solomon Kinley pick in the fourth round from UGA, the guard. Those are like the stats on him on pro football focus are off the fucking charts. And for me, my favorite pick, they even got Raekwon Davis in the second round of defensive lineman, which is great. My favorite pick is the Curtis Weaver pick in the fifth yep, round. Yep, that's what that I have as well. That is he, like on some boards, he was like top 30. And we got him in the fucking fifth. Um, he was a first round talent potentially. So that's why but- – their later rounds, their later rounds propelled them to the B. Like if we're going to judge them on the first round, it's going to be like a C, C minus. Ultimate Dolphins pick, though. This is what really is just like, come on, what the fuck are you doing at this point? They have the urge to go out and draft a long snapper. Who takes a long snapper in the draft? I think that might have been the only one drafted. No, there's another one. Okay, but still, like, really, you're going to draft a fucking long snapper? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Listen, if you're still living with bladder accidents, stop. It's time to get your life back. I was just like you until I found real relief with Axonix Therapy. It's not a pill or a pad. It's a clinically proven advanced treatment. Get started at findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't love that. I kind of I kind of threw that out the window. Um, I got a B. They got a B just because they beefed up offensive line, um, dressed some other areas. Uh, I didn't like the first round, but let's kind of go ahead. and I guess that segues into who we both think had the best draft in the AFC East. Actually, I, li- I lied. The Jets were my best. They were the, – the Bills were right below them. So you give the Jets a B. Yeah, the Bills, the Bills have a B minus. Bills for me were the best. They have a B plus. Um, they didn't have a first round pick, which is hard for me. It's kind of surprising to put a team that didn't have a first round pick as the number one team, but they got AJ Epineza at 54, um, to replace Shaq Lawson, who they lost to the Miami Dolphins. They also got a decent running back in Zach Moss in the third. Um, not sure about the Jake Fromm pick, but what Jake Fromm kind of looks to me, he's a typical backup quarterback in the NFL. That's where they draft him at in the fourth round. Um, taking a kicker for me in the fifth, again, present prevented them from getting a sixth. Uh, whatever they took a kicker. You don't take a kicker. Um, taking kicker, unless he's Pat. McAfee. I think it's fine. I think taking a kicker in the sixth and seventh round, anything in the sixth or seventh for me is fine. Don't have a problem with you. It. Just bitch about the Dolphins for taking a long snapper. Yeah, that's a whole totally different ball game. 
Kickers are way more important than long snappers. Someone, someone's gotta, gotta get the ball to him. Anyway, my, the bills had the best draft in the ASCs for me because of them getting a first round talent at 54 in AGF. Yeah. Really that's why, pick. that's why they got a B minus for me. The Zach Moss pick. Eh, I mean, you just got Devin Singletary who I'm pretty sure they invested like last season. They're like, you're a dude, Devin Singletary, boom. And then they go out and draft Zach Moss, a guy who is not a, I mean, it, this Starting day and age in the NFL, you need two running backs. So, I mean, I don't think it's a horrible pick. I guess. The Jake Fromm pick, kind of a head scratcher. Don't know why they need him. Josh Allen does not get hurt. If that's your man, then that's your man. I don't know why you're going and wasting a pick on Jake Fromm. But either way, they got a B- for me. Let's keep the train rolling to the AFC South. Yep. Where we're going to lead it off with the division winners, the Houston Texans. Um, for me, this whole this division, this, this, there's one team that stands out. So there's one team that stands. None of them really did bad in my eyes, though. Like uh, best grade I had was a C minus. That's the best grade you had. Yeah. Or no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The worst grade I had. Okay. The worst grade I have is a B minus. Um, We're on two totally different rate judging scales here. Um, but anyway, the Houston Texans start off with them. They gave I got I gave him a C. Okay. What did what did you give him? I gave him a B. All right. They didn't. How, they also they also didn't have a first round pick because they traded it to us. Right. But at this point, the only thing that you should be worried about is upgrading your offensive line. If you're the Houston Texans, it was ranked twentieth last year. They have had a struggle getting the run game going for a number of years now. Um, and they didn't really do that. They got an offensive tackle in the fourth round. Is that really going to, you know, boost your offensive line? No. With only five picks, they also weren't really a position to do much. I love the Ross Blacklock pick, which was their first one in round two. But other than that, it was super quiet. They didn't do much. Um, just from a, addressing the needs standpoint, I gave them a C. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for the needs for them – I, I agree they didn't address them, but I like I gave him a B because of the Blacklock pick, and I like the Jonathan Greenard pick out of Florida, the edge rusher in the third, They're deep to replace Judavian Clowney, who they lost to Seattle last year. And I said literally what I wrote, my only knock on them is not getting more protection or weapons for Deshaun Watson. Like, they didn't get him any more protection. They didn't get him any more weapons. So that was my only knock. But other than that, I think them getting Blacklock in that in that edge rusher out of Florida when they did, you know, was a, a solid pick. So I, I gave them a B. Yeah, they were middle of the pack. I think they placed third in the division for me. Yep, let's, me let's jump to the worst team, which we might have the same one. The worst team in the division for me was the Tennessee Titans. Me too, but I, I, I gave them a B minus. I gave them a C minus. I think they had well, they not, I think. They did have six picks, but I think their only good pick for me was Christian Fulton, who they that, got. That's why, two. yeah, that's why they, they were propelled from a seed would be for me because they they got him the second round when he shouldn't have been there. Yeah, that was a good pick. My whole thing, which was why they I gave them a C-, minus, is because the offensive tackle pick in the first could have been so much better. I don't know why they went that route instead of addressing the outside linebacker spot. You had Vaughn and Epineza both there who were first-round talents and would not have been a reach to take them at number 29. 
Or if you think they're still going to be there, trade back. Stocks out, stockpile some more picks because you only have six. Um, I think they I don't. Have- I didn't. I didn't hate the tackle pick. I I hate who they picked at tackle with with who was left. They yeah. should have picked Josh Jones or or like an Ezra Cleveland or somebody like that. But Isaiah Wilson wasn't really the wasn't even close to being the best tackle on the board. And that was a big reason why, again, they were in that B minus almost C plus C range for me. But um, I also don't think they had much offensive line troubles last year. I mean, Derek Henry, you saw the games that he popped off. And then not only do they take that tackle, but they take a running back in the third round. So, I mean, it's that just, was a head scratching me uh, running back from App State. Shout out Eli Drinkwitz. Um, but so I gave him a C minus because. Really, the only pick that I was like, "Oh, that's a really good pick," was the Christian Fulton one. Yeah, B minus for me. They're the worst in the division, so I'm assuming we both have the second bit, the same second team, the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, I gave the Colts a C plus. Give them a B plus. Um, again, another know. team without a first round pick, but they made a lot of moves. Correct, they did. They ended up having what was it, close to ten picks overall. Yeah, and then we all knew they were taking a wide receiver in round two. I think they did take. One of the ones who was top two available, Michael Pittman, very big target yep. out of USC. So that was a good pick for me. And I don't know if I'm just kind of the, the black sheep here. Jonathan Taylor, their second pick. I don't know why they did it. Marlon Mack has never been a problem for them. He has been a guy who, okay. I don't yes, think Marlon Mack is a bell cow franchise running back. That's I think he is. I mean, you're going to, I just feel like Jonathan Taylor, they reached her neck out a little bit on that one just because Marlon Mack's been pretty good to them. Other than that, they got Jacob Eason, the quarterback from Washington in the fourth. I don't like, actually, I actually like that pick, but is that going to be their guy after Phillip rivers? Like who knows? I mean, who knows? Like Phillip rivers goes out and balls out this year. They may be signed to another one year deal. Get Eason a two year learning bridge. If not, Eason comes in, learns from Phillip rivers because they're very similar quarterbacks. If you've watched it, Eason and rivers, are very similar, except for the fact that Easton doesn't look like he's throwing a fucking medicine ball um, right now. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, yeah. I, I don't hate that pick. Is either guy? Probably not. Brissett's gone. Brissett might be going to New England. Um, but I also like the, the, the their safety pick in the third with Justin Blackman from Utah. I like that pick a lot because he could play opposite of Malik Hooker, which, is, which would be great. My favorite pick was their sixth-round D-tackle, Robert Windsor out of Penn State. They got a pretty good value at him with as late as they picked them. I just think that with the amount of picks they had, they could have addressed defense a little more than they did. Like you said, they took a safety in the third. Other than that, it was it was average at best. So that's why I gave him a C plus. Yep, gave him a B plus, which rolls into our. We should probably start running these a little quicker. Um, AFC South, the winner for us is the Jaguars, obviously. Um, they were almost my favorite team in the entire draft. They couldn't have done any better. I gave him, I, I gave him an A minus. I gave him an A plus. Uh, first three picks: C.J. Henderson, which they absolutely stole out from the underneath the Falcons. Yep. Caleb on Chase on at twenty, stole. and then Lavishka Chenault, the wide receiver from Colorado, at three. Those top three picks couldn't have gone any better for them. They had twelve picks in total. Yep. My only complaint with them is that they waited so long to address the offensive line, which they yep. ended up with. Yeah. What'd you give him? An A minus. I gave him an A plus just because those first three picks were so good. I mean, they they hammered them. They got the they got the second best corner, the second best edge rusher behind the number two and number three pick, Chase Young and Jeff Akuda. 
Um, and like I you mean, said, two guys that are probably going to come in and start right away. As I said, all three of those, all three of those picks, their first three picks are going to come in and start day one and having 12. I've always been a, a big fan of the more draft picks you have, the more likely you're going to find a diamond in the rough, a day one starter. So that doesn't, that doesn't help. That doesn't hurt them at all either. So Jaguars win the AFC South. Let's roll into the AFC North. We both know we hated the Steelers draft. Had North, North or West? AFC, AFC North. Okay. So um, we both know you told me you didn't like the Steelers. I like the Steelers. I gave the Steelers a C minus for me. I gave them a D minus. Okay. Um, not sure about the Chase Claypool pick. Um, you know, again, they, this is another team that didn't have a first round draft pick. I think there's better wide receivers on the board. Juju's their guy. Why are you drafting a wide receiver with your first pick when there's much more need to address linebacker corner? Like there's a lot of places on this team, defensive line, like they could have used a, used a lot of improvement. Um, and then they took some kind of obscure edge rusher in the third from Charlotte. Uh, oh my gosh. That's what made this so bad for me. TJ, you have, you have fucking TJ Watt. They took the 25th ranked outside linebacker out of Charlotte. I didn't even know Charlotte had a fucking football team. With the 102nd pick, they took him. Yeah. I mean, I'm all about finding a diamond in the rough, but this guy was projected to go undrafted, ranking 265th overall. They took him at 102. Yeah. So Steelers per- pretty much whiffed. Travis gave him. And, and then running back. With their third pick, I mean, yeah. they have James. Conner. I didn't even talk about that. Yeah, so they horrible from them. Horrible. Yep. Well, let's go into our third place spot in the AFC North. I have the Bengals. Uh, mine is a tie. Okay. So we'll we'll talk about the Bengals. I have them at a B, solid B. I gave the Bengals a C plus. Um, kind of close. Kind of close. I really yeah. didn't like the Bengals draft at all. Don't I guess. When I looked at it for the second time, I realized that it was a little bit better than I thought. Um, My knock on them was they didn't address the offensive line early enough. Like, oh, see, that's they, what I – yeah, I, I should have given them lower because of that. But if they would have addressed that offensive line, I think they could have been a lot – had a lot better of a draft. They if could they, have, if, if, time out. If they would have taken Josh Jones at 33, they would be yeah. like high B for me. Not even 33. He was there at their third-round pick at number 65. Yeah. So they could have taken at 33. It doesn't make sense to me. T Higgins for them. No, they have John Ross. They have AJ green. Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon and Tyler Boyd. Like T Higgins might not, he's probably not going to start. He's going to play in a lot of three wide receiver, like wide, like wide out sets. Like that's how he's going to start out. And that's, I don't know, man. Like you need to, you you just drafted Joe Burrow. He is 20 going to be, 23 is is he already 23? Not 100%. He he no, he was not a red shirt. He went straight on through. Okay, so he's going to be 23 this season. You don't have a lot of time to pussyfoot around and like pretend like you're having forever. Like you should have invested in protecting him immediately and we all know that that was Andy Dalton's one big mistake or one big thing in in, Cle- in Cincinnati is he wasn't protected. And because of that he never reached his full potential. So, so you know what? You know why they're going to be bad this year? They had the 30th ranked offensive line last year, and they haven't picked up one in free agency, and they didn't draft a single one till the sixth round from fucking Kansas. So, Joe Burrow, I'm sorry, but look out. You're going to get hit a lot. So do you want to reassess your fucking B pit, your B there? No, because I do like 
I do like some other picks that they went with. Um, I mean, Joe Burrow, he's going to add the most value ever. Yeah. could add to this Bengals squad. If anything, I'll change it to a B minus, but that's about yeah. it. All right, I'll leave it at a C plus. Um, I'm assuming you have the Ravens also at a B. I do, I do. Yeah, I have I have the Ravens at a B minus for my for myself. Um, mainly not too shabby of a job. Patrick Queen should not have been there at 28. My only thing um, that why I knocked them to a B is because I don't get why they didn't improve the wide receiver help for Lamar Jackson. Honestly. I don't like Lamar Jackson, but he he's good. But he needs all the help he can get. We saw that in the playoffs. They just they only have. I mean, all they have is, is Hollywood Brown. Yeah, Hollywood Brown, and then their tight ends. Which I mean, you can only use a tight end. So Mark much. Andrews was relevant for four weeks last year. That's about it. Yeah, they had Denzel Mims and Van Jefferson there with their second round pick. Said they take J.K. Dobbins. That is also I should have given them lower because I hate that J.K. Dobbins pick. You have Mark Ingram. And Justice Hill, like those are your two guys. Yeah, I, I wrote down. First of all, they were in the they. The only reason why they were better for the Bengals than me is because Patrick Queen shouldn't have been there at twenty eight, um, but he was, and they got him. Great pick. They had a f- phenomenal pick at twenty eight. I wrote down the J.K. Dobbins pick was a bit of a head scratcher, unless there's some kind of new scheme where they're trying to fit in where he fits in better with like a read option type shit with, with Lamar Jackson. I don't know what I do like is beefing up the D-line. They picked that. Um, oh, I love that Justin Mbikwe pick or whatever it was. Yes. Oh, my God. Great they pick. Got a, they got a steal on him. Yep, yep. He was a phenomenal pick in the third round, um, which is why that is that and Patrick Queen are the reason why they're ahead of the Bengals for me. Yeah. Um, they did good. I'm just going to revert back to that running back pick again. You said someone that could fit better with the re-option. I mean, I don't really know how much better you can get. Mark Ingram had 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns last season. Like, the dude, I had him in fantasy, and he was a mauler. Yeah. He had know, yeah, like touchdowns said, it was, in total. It was, a, it was a head scratcher, which rolls into the team we both have at the top of the division for this draft is the Browns. I gave them an A-. minus. I gave them a B plus. I really love this. Great for my Baker Mayfield stand. Um, Jedrick Wills. Yeah, Wills. he there? Worse, worse was on the board too, man. He was there, but I think they need more. They need more of a bigger guy that's going to stop people rather than an athletic tackle. It doesn't so matter. All top, all the all. There's four top four tackles: Andrew Thomas, Tristan Wirfs, um, Jedrick Wills, and McKee Becton. They're all going to come in and be day one starters, like day one. So, so great pick there. They got yeah. him. That I mean, they're all Delpit the second. Now. Delpit in the second round. Holy shit, was a steal. Yeah, and then one of my favorites um, is a guy from Mizzou, Jordan Elliott. For those of you who do, who do not know, they got him from trading back. This was the 44th prospect in the draft. They got him at pick 88. He's a very good defensive tackle. Um, so being able to snag him right there is phenomenal. Yeah, the knock on him was only had he only had one really solid year of productivity, but who gives a shit? I mean, if you give him give him enough reps at the next level, he's he's going to dominate. So I love the Browns. I also I also love the Jordan Elliott pick there. So great draft for the Browns. Time out. Let's talk about last just last. They got Donovan Peoples Jones in the sixth round. I know they don't need him a whole lot, but that's a steal on its own. Yeah, where's he from? Uh, Michigan. He's the dude that dominated the draft and some of the speed drills. Yeah, I mean. They had a they had a good one. So let's roll into the AFC West. 
Wouldn't be surprised if we had the same team at dead last year. Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are third for me. I have the Raiders at last. I had the Chiefs at a C minus and the Raiders at a C plus. I have the Chiefs at a C and the Raiders at a D plus. See, we'll talk about the Raiders first. I know that you're going to take a knock on their Henry Ruggs pick. Just I hate it. Of, I hate it. No. No. This is why they did that. He fits more within what they needed. I get Judy and C.D. Lane were there, but they needed that short, quick, speedy guy that's able to make the plays that they don't have. I disagree so I, because Derek Carr is your quarterback, and he's not in that – unless you're going to make Mariota your guy. Derek Carr can't throw the bar fall. Jesus. <laughs> Throw the ball far. So they need a guy. I've been drinking since 4.30. They need a guy that's going to be able to run those. Your car can't fall the bar throw. (laughs) They need a guy that is going to run those quick little drag routes, slant routes across the middle, and they can just shoot out of a cannon. After that, I don't know, man. I think I think I think I think they needed more more big body guys. I know you're high on Tyra Williams. I think Tyra Williams was made by Phillip Rivers. Uh, I, I just I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they didn't have a good draft by any means. Damon Arnett at 19, he wasn't even close to the best corner on the board. Fulton, Diggs, I mean, those are just two that come to mind right away. I just, they drafted for needs, which is fine, but they drafted the wrong guys, in my opinion, which is why they have a D plus. They did get this kind of like Swiss Army knife on offense, which you don't see often, and Lynn Bowden from Kentucky. He, while they did pick him earlier than he should have gone, he can kind of change up some offensive schemes, throw him out there. He he played fucking quarterback for Kentucky for like eight weeks this past season. He's he a wide receiver. Playing quarterback. Yeah, so he's pretty good there. Didn't hate their their draft. I gave him a D plus. They're the worst for me in that, in that division. My worst was the Chiefs. We'll talk about them next since they were your second worst. I gave him a um, C, which I actually gave him a, a worse grade than what you gave him. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup, so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. You gave him a what? A C. I gave him a C minus. Uh, close enough. Whatever. As Super Bowl champs, I mean, their team really doesn't need that much improving, but their running back could have been there with, I think, their second pick. Listen, I don't mind them going running back, but not Clyde or however you fucking say his name. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Yeah, he was good at LSU. I loved it and for the sake of the game that we were playing, but – to be the first running back taken off the board. Swift would have been a much better fucking pick for them there. Yeah, and then they take just a troublemaker with their second pick, a guy who hurt their own quarterback in practice in college. It's just 
this draft did not look good. My favorite was Lucas Niang yep. from TCU. Yep, me too. That's what I had. I, I don't like the fact to put the guy in the second round who literally injured his quarterback in practice, which everyone's like, oh, I'd like to see him try to try to patch up Mahomes. Like, you can't control a crazy motherfucker. Like, I'm, that's I mean, what he's a linebacker. He'll hit Patrick Mahomes if he wants to hit Patrick Mahomes. Let's say, yeah, he'll fucking level his ass. So, uh, don't, sorry, Chiefs fans. I mean, I have you. Congratulations in my eyes. You did a little bit better than the Raiders, but not a lot. Um, so that rolls into our. I'm sure we both have to have the same number two team. I have the Chargers. They got a C plus for me. Yeah, they got a B plus for me. You had the Chargers over the fucking Dolphins because I think Herbert at six was a stretch from hell. No, I don't think he fits in yep. with the old grooming from Tyrod Taylor, Thank but you. I think he fits in perfectly because Anthony Lynn knows how Justin Herbert can play. So, like, he's going to learn. He might learn how to use his feet because Herbert is a semi-mobile quarterback. So learning under Tyrod might not be the worst thing. Um, but well, get- and then what about trading up for Kenneth Murray? Do you, do you uh, agree with that? Yes, I love that pick so much. They were, like – I think he, they were the two top linebackers in this draft, and Kenneth Murray and Patrick Queen. They traded up and got him, which really just was – I mean, I loved it. I liked all six picks for them except for the Joshua Kelly pick, their fourth-round pick, which they took a running back. Not really sure on that one because they have Austin Eckler, who is all they could ever need. Again, you need two running backs in this day and age. You need well, they have – I mean – they lost they that person, Jackson Gid, who came in and really That's kind true. of served a good role. The Chargers for me got a C plus. I like I, I like Herbert. I think he should he should have been taken later. I think they picked Herbert. They see that's a scenario where they could have traded. They could have got Isaiah fucking Simmons, and they could have traded back up to draft Herbert. That's my opinion. Instead of trading back in to to draft Kenneth Murray, which they did. Um, that's why I gave him a C plus. I think they reached a bit for Herbert. I mean, yeah, but they need their quarterback. I get it. They're not going to be that good next year to take Trevor Lawrence or that bad to take Trevor Lawrence. Um, they they had to take Herbert there, or else someone else would have taken him. And I think he is probably the best quarterback in this draft class, or will be the best quarterback in this draft class in terms of career-wise. The if Burrow would have gone anywhere else besides besides Cincinnati, I would say him, but I can't disagree. Yeah. Herbert is a mammoth, too. Tall yeah, quarterback. I didn't, real, I didn't realize how fucking tall he was. What is he, 6'7", something like six, that? It's almost 6'7", yeah. Yeah, so I like the Chargers draft. I gave him a B plus. Let's move on to our favorites. Mine was the Broncos. I gave them an A-. minus. Same. Um, who would have knew – Jerry Judy would be there at 15. It's like, okay, if we weren't going to draft a wide receiver, we are now. The only problem I have with their draft was their second pick. I don't think they should have went wide receiver again. Yeah, well, I don't. I think he's a talented player. My one knock was they waited too long to draft offensive lineman prospects to that's, protect you. That's where they could have taken. Now, and, then, and like if you want to, if you want to make a correlation, that's where they could have drafted a guy was was in the second round there instead of drafting KJ Hamler, a Josh Jones, an Ezra Cleveland. Because whoever. you have you have talent around Locke at this point. You got Sutton, you got Judy, Fant, Melvin Gordon. You don't need to take another Philip fucking Lindsey. Everyone's forgetting about Philip Lindsey. 
yeah, like they don't need to take another wide receiver there, an offensive lineman of any sort, because this was pick 46. They had, I believe, after Cleveland was still on the board, Josh Jones on the board, just kind of a boneheaded move. But then my favorite of the draft, one of my favorite for them was Albert O at round four. I know this is a bit of a homer, like, love here. No, I, but you got to think Albert O helped Drew Locke break the SEC touchdown passing record when they were in college. Albert O would have been a first round pick if he wouldn't have came back for his senior year and played with fucking shitbag Kelly Bryant. Yeah, he probably could have went to the the Patriots last year in the first yeah, round. Yeah, he would have been a first round draft pick. He would have been the first tight end off the board last year ahead of Noah Fant. I I will fucking die on that hill. So now they got Noah Fant and remember whenever the Patriots back in the day were running fucking double tight end sets with Aaron Hernandez? Yeah, Aaron Hernandez and they killed it. Yeah. This so is same. this is the best young offense in the NFL in two to three years. They will be Division Chief winners. fans should be worried. Whenever your whenever your contracts are expiring, your Tyree Kills, your Travis Kelsey's, your Patrick Mahomes, we have to start paying those guys. Be the worried. Broncos are gonna be winning the division. Um, side note, really quick before we move on to the NFC. Remember the guy who had the incredible amount of bench reps at the combine? He had like 44. Mm-hmm. They got him in the sixth round, Nitane Moody. So that was just a little little splah in there. Man, little, little splah, splah. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. <laughs> so AFC, we're going to roll on in to the NFC. Hey, everyone. As you know, we've been recording with Anchor for about a year now, and honestly, it's the best way to record a podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast because A, it's free. B, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I'm actually recording this ad from my phone, and they'll distribute your podcast to you for free to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and like 10 other platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership required, and it makes everything so simple. If you want to start a podcast today, go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. NFC East, let's do it. Worst team better be the Eagles. Well, we already talked about that. You That was your worst team. That was my worst team. No need to spend any more time. Yeah, no need to spend more time. Second worst team for me was the, the Washington Redskins. Me too. I gave them a C. Me too. I mean, Chase Young was the obvious pick at two. I get it. I get it. But the, in all reality, was he absolutely necessary to add? No, no he wasn't. This, this pushes Montez Sweat back now to a backup. Yeah. I mean, he'll play on the other side. I doubt fucking old. No, because they have Ryan Kerrigan on the other side. He's old, guys. You guys don't even get that. Fucking, I don't eat this at the same thing, but he's old. I get that, but I'm just saying in terms of like, oh, absolutely necessary, no. You can't pass on him. The pick was correct, but. But, okay, we get that. That's fine. But their next pick wasn't until the third, and they took a wide receiver out of Memphis. I don't expect him to be an immediate impact or a splash. And for me, it just comes down to the Redskins having a lack of picks. Like, Picking at two and then not picking until 66, that really fucking sucks, um, which is why they got a C for me. Yeah. My favorite pick of theirs, though, not the wide receiver they took in the third round, but the wide receiver they took in the fourth round, Antonio Gandy-Golden, one that's a dope-ass name. Two, this dude is six foot four, 223 pounds. So I think this is kind of a safety net that Dwayne Haskins can look for, just the huge target that will be there for him. Yeah. But I they got to see. See, number two. This is going to be interesting. We've got, we got the Cowboys and the Giants left. Who do you have at two? 
Giants. I, they're close. I have the Cowboys at two with B plus. I have the Giants with the C plus right here. I don't like their draft at all. They had one good pick in here for me. I think their pick at four, they ultimately fucked up to the max. They took Andrew Thomas, the first tackle off the board. One should not have been Andrew Thomas. Two, they should have taken Isaiah Simmons here. They had the 29th ranked secondary in the league last year. So time out. I, I, I get your frustration with that. Like I was going to knock – like if they wouldn't have got who they got in the second round, I would have given them a much lower grade. But they got Xavier McKinney in the second, which is why I gave them an A- minus because they addressed the tackle needs. They also got the Peart guy in the third at offensive tackle. And they got McKinney in the second, which in my eyes was the second best uh, safety in the draft. Yeah, but at that point, you can't even compare Xavier McKinney to Isaiah Simmons. You can't. can't. That's like comparing fucking Ryan Fitzpatrick to, I don't even know, Patrick Mahomes. Maybe not that extreme. But you know what I'm saying? It's like like comparing Joe Burrow to um, Jacob Eason. Yeah, that's that's perfect. Because – the guy that's going to actually come in and make a big difference on your defense in your secondary is Isaiah Simmons. Xavier McKinney, he's going to add some help. But, yes, you have the third worst secondary in the league to just pass up on that. Like, you could have gotten an offensive tackle with pick two that really wasn't going to be much different than your offensive tackle. So the reason why – so uh, I get that. But the reason why the Giants were got an A-minus and were better than the Cowboys for me, who got a B-plus – the Cowboys got to be plus was because the Cowboys didn't take an edge rusher until the fifth round. And that was like their biggest, most pressing need. Should they have taken CD lamb at 17? Yes. Great pick. Cause they're going to have a fucking loaded offense. Okay. So let's move on into them. I gave them a B minus this division shit the bed for me. This is the best team. I gave them a B minus. Yes. I agree. CD lamb was a steal at 17, but they passed on an edge rusher, which was beyond me. I don't know why they well, did that. Well, not only they passed on that, they could have got him in the second round. They could have got Gross Matos. They could have got um, Epineza. They could have got Curtis Weaver. Like, any of those guys at edge. But they didn't well, take Gross Matos wasn't there when they picked in the second. Okay, whatever. The other two. The other but, two yeah. Were. But they didn't take one to the fifth? They lost their leading sack leader from last year in Robert Quinn. They added Trevon Diggs and Neville Gallimore, two very solid pieces who they actually also stole. Those guys falling that far should not have happened. And then, I mean, rounding out with Caleb on Chason would have been an excellent draft for them in the A's if they would have gotten him in the first round. Not sure where that outside pressure is going to come from this season because they got the person Alton they Smith. have is Demarcus Lawrence. Alden Smith. Relying on him is like relying on – my left hand to get me off. Relying on him is like relying on these fucking scientists to create a COVID-19 cure. Exactly. (laughs) Like relying on my Dollar General batteries to last my Xbox controller for longer than two days. So that's how the NFC shaped out for us. Let's move on to the NFC South. For me, this is a division that had – from top to bottom, all had a pretty solid draft. They did pretty good. My worst team I had was the New Orleans Saints. They were third for me. My worst was the Bucks, but they still got a B. 
the Bucks. My, the Bucks was my was my second best. So let's talk about this. This is kind of controversial, but they're all right there in the realm of this. Oh, yeah. So the best I'm division. just going to rip them off. Bucks got a B. Saints and Falcons got a B plus, and the Panthers got an A for me. Okay. So the Saints got a C plus for me. Let's talk about them so we don't confuse people by just ripping off scores. Yeah. Uh, C plus for the Saints. They had four picks in the draft. Four picks. But for me, none of their needs were met. Uh, the interior lineman was, but they reached for Cesar, for Cesar Ruiz at 24. Yeah, I don't know how much they needed interior. He wasn't worthy of a first-round pick either. No, he was not. Zach Bond, though, is a kick-ass addition they got in their defense. Steal in the third. Who they got a steal on. Um, and they took a tight end and a QB in the seventh. I the t- the tight end made sense. I mean, they don't have, really have a solid tight end. But, he, was, he was the Mackey Award winner last year, quote-unquote, the best tight end in college football. So Again, we're talking about a team in Dayton. Dayton is not known for football. Like, it's yeah. just like, okay, put me – put a decent guy at Dayton. Put an Albert O at Dayton. He's a first-round talent. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're playing against some pretty scrubs over there. Not much you can do is four picks, which is why I gave them a C plus. They just didn't really do anything that they needed to do. Yeah, they're the third best for me with a B plus, just behind um, the Falcons. Um, but they they reached for Cesar Ruiz. He probably should not have been a first round talent um, at twenty four. He was probably you know mid to late second for me at best, um, which is the reason why they got a B plus. I think everything else they did with their four only picks was was pretty solid. So um, who's your Let's go into second your, worst. Well, that, that that was my second worst. The the Saints got to be. Was your and you said who's your worst? The Bucks with a B. I'll, okay, so we'll talk about the Bucks. I had them at a B plus. I kind of like their draft. I think they got two pretty great players with their first two picks. Tristan Wirfs should not have been there at thirteen. So I think listen, this might reason, have been one of the best picks in the draft. The reason why, though, I, I gave them a B instead of a they, – they honestly would have had, would have had the best grade. They have been close to the Panthers, so I think the Panthers knocked this division out, out the park. Yeah. Um, they would have been top close to the top, but they traded up when they didn't have to. Like, that was my big knock. Remember, they traded up from 14 to 13 when they really didn't need to with the Niners to draft Tristan Wirfs, but it was a great pick. Um, I think Antoine Winfield in the second was a phenomenal pick at safety. Um, and I think Worfs is going to learn a lot from Brady, a lot from – fuck, I forget the coach down there. Um, Arians. Arians. They also have the old Miami Dolphins offensive coordinator who's pretty good. Um, is, so, that, is that the guy that was in Denver? Yes. Fuck, he's old as shit. He was Wait. on the if you show Oh, him. I thought you were talking about the the black dude that was in Denver. No, uh, uh, Clyde, Clyde Christensen is oh, okay. is in Tampa Bay now. He he he's the QB coach, all line coach. Um, I think they did good. A pick, that, a pick that you haven't mentioned that I liked was Keyshawn Vaughn. Okay, um, as the running back they took in the third round, I I think he could overtake Ronald Jones' spot personally. Uh, you're taking a guy who, I mean, Ronald Jones. While he did have some, you know, shining moments last season, Keyshawn Vaughn is an SEC running back. He was kind of the bell cow for Vandy, which, okay, cool, Vandy isn't that good. But he stood out enough to be a third-round pick at shitty Vanderbilt in the SEC. So I think that that was a good pick for them. 
Yeah, like I said, the, the one reason why – like, they could have jumped a full letter grade, but they didn't – they traded up when they didn't need to, and that's why I knocked them for it. Yeah, maybe they maybe they had some insider trading. Hey, Tristan Worse is going to get traded up for unless we trade up for him. That's true, maybe. Um, so, Bucks were fourth for me. Saints were third for me. Falcons were third for me. Falcons were second for me, but they had the same grade as the Saints. I gave them a B plus. Okay, I gave them a B minus. I honestly think – that they just totally whiffed on C.J. Henderson. You got to figure out how you can get that guy because they're okay, second. But they, but they didn't, and they and they got the next best guy at sixteen. But really, at the next best guy in this situation, like they were, there were four next best guys. So you could have traded back, gotten some more picks, rather than I feel like A.J. Terrell was a little bit of a reach here. Um, just because there was like a clusterfuck of corners right there waiting to be picked whenever CJ Henderson was that obvious second guy they needed. Um, that was why I gave him a B minus just because they missed on him. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't love the pick. Like you said, it could have been Fulton. It could have been Diggs. It could have been, it could have been Terrell who they, who they picked one of them. They had to have, he was third next to Henderson. Like, like the drop off from Okuda to Henderson was big. The drop off from Henderson, but the next guy was even bigger. And I, I get what you're saying. I do like them adding an edge rusher in the second with Marlon Davidson. From yeah, that was one. Of, that's what I had highlighted as well. Yeah, that was that was a big pick. Who knows if, the, if these guys will pan out? But they address needs, and for me, that's why they got a B plus. Yeah, I think they address some needs. Maybe not as good as they could have done. B minus isn't bad compared to what we've given some people. The best, like you said, far and away, best in this division, Carolina Panthers. They, they're they on their track to be pretty good this year, maybe very good next year. So you got you got, you got to look at this division. Um, Drew Brees on the last year of on the last year of a two-year deal. Tom Brady just signed a two-year deal. Who knows if he'll stick around? Matt Ryan is aging. The Panthers, yes, they got Teddy Bridgewater, but he proved he can play. These guys fucking killed this draft. They quietly, like you, no one talked about them. To me, they quietly had one of the best drafts. I gave them an A. They I gave them an A minus. Offensive, they have, they have, they have the offensive firepower. They pick defense every single fucking yep. pick in this draft, which was all picks. Me, great, you have Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey, and that's really all you really need to build your offense around. And their defense was a problem. To, to me, like I'm gonna sound like a homer. Not really Homer. But no, he, Kenny Robinson. Kenny Robinson was a steal in the fifth round. So he's not going to play a whole lot, but the dude came from the XFL. He has, quote-unquote, professional. I would call that professional experience. Yeah. Um, he's played against these high-level dudes that could be in the NFL rather than all these guys that came from learned, these scrub conferences. He learned from Will Hill, who had played in the NFL. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. 
So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. I think, I think it's an insult to Kenny Robinson that he got taken in the fifth round and Jeremy Chin from Southern Illinois, SIU, got picked in the second round. I think was, that – He was the third. What? Chin. He got picked in the second round, though. I thought he was in the third round. Second round, pick 64. He was a – I believe he was a compensation pick. Oh, okay. But, I mean, still, like, those are two still two solid safeties. Like, Kenny Robinson is going to be good. I mean, he played, he played against some good talent. What I thought was cool is when they drafted him, it said – um, West Virginia slash St. Louis Battlehawks. That's awesome. So. For me, their first, their two pick, first yep. two picks to find the draft, Derek Brown and Gross Matos, Gross Matos, however it's pronounced. Um, those are two guys that are going to be game changing on their defensive line, lining up with Brian Burns, a young, explosive defensive line. I mean, still, I mean, seriously, like between the four guys we just talked about. Gross, Gross Meadows, Derek Brown, um, Kenny Robinson, and Jeremy Chin. I mean, those are four guys that can come in tomorrow and play and start, um, which is not something you see every day. So, like, the Panthers to me like, crushed it. So, A, A for me. Um, let's roll on to the NFC North. We already talked about the Packers. They got an F minus, minus, minus from me. D on mine. I'm sorry. I know we have a few Packers fans that listen to this, but got to agree they did not do well. All right, the next worst for you, mine's clear. Next worst for me is Chicago Bears. Yep, D-plus for me. Sorry, sorry, Hub Chicago, any Chicago fans. They, I gave them a C, which I gave them a D-plus, a D-plus. That is generous. I mean, you're – generous just because – sorry to interrupt you, but Cole Komet with your first pick. No, I'm saying – tight end going off the board i'm sorry i don't know much about this tight end from notre dame but there were offensive linemen on the board that could make an immediate impact on the team rather than taking a tight end who we all know tight ends just aren't involved in the game as much as they used to be and they have jimmy graham i feel like they could have gone offensive line wide receiver to help trubisky not only only they have jimmy graham they have 10 tight ends on the roster yeah no i'm sorry nine because they cut one okay Still, I mean, with your they another team that didn't have a first round pick, the opportunity to grab a top thirty two prospect on the board with your first pick in the second round, you're going to go tight end. Like very perplexing to me. Their best pick though was Jalen Johnson, the corner. That's who I have as well. Well, again though, like they don't need a corner that bad um, because their defense, obviously, we all know is very good. Jalen Johnson only adds to that. So, cool. You can build up the defense as much as you want. We all know Mitch Trubisky needs all the fucking help he can get. He doesn't the, have it. Their best pick would have been Denzel Mims. Yep. I mean, if you look at it, who do you have? What, where did they pick at? What was their number? I don't remember. I thought 50 man. total, they took Jalen Johnson? No, before that. Yeah, they, no, they took that fucking Cole Komet in the 40s. So, you had K.J. Hamler was there. Chase Claypool was there. Van Jefferson, Denzel Mims, all these guys that could have made an immediate impact for Mitch Trubisky, and you take a tight end who, in all reality, how much are you going to throw to him? Not a lot. So, who knows, which we both know we like the Vikings draft. 
you get you had the Vikings as your best draft. I did. I had them as my uh, clear clear favorite in NFC North. I gave them an A. We already talked about them, which leads us both to believe the the Lions have the second best draft in this division. I gave the Lions a B. I gave them a B plus. I really liked their draft. I mean, Jeff Okuda to replace Darius Slay though is Tough. some big shoes to fill. Darius Slay, one of the better corners in the league. I think if anyone's going to step up and have the chance to do that, it's Jeff Okuda because the dude was. Did, the best I corner. did not like. I did not like the DeAndre Swift pick in the second round. Was oh it? no, that is why they didn't get an A in my eyes. Yep. Are they just giving up on Carryon Johnson? I got from this. Surprised me the most that you said that because you are not a carry on Johnson guy. But let's be honest, the dude was balling out before his injury. He was. I mean, I I I looked at their depth chart today on a few websites, and a lot of them have DeAndre Swift over him, which is just like I don't know. It kind of just baffles me. They could have went in a few other ways, but then again, I looked at their depth chart, and they're going to be pretty scary good. They've added some people in the off season who really just make this team complete. I so feel this, like they so could have this is another. This is another Bill Belichick coaching tree guy. You look at Flores of Miami, when he'll be going into his third year, he's going to have a scary good team. This is now – what's his fucking face? I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Patricia. 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 This is going to be his third year. They're going to have a scary good team. I love – the Julian uh, Akawara pick, the edge rusher out of Notre Dame in the third. Also adding some offensive lineman help later in the third and the fourth doesn't hurt either. Um, I wish they would have picked at least a quarterback. I, I, that's I what wish, I'm saying. I, I wish that, I, with dude, that second Fromm, pick. Fromm would have been a fucking great fit underneath Matthew Stafford. I mean, they could, I mean obviously they're not going to take him at number 35. No. Trade back, get some picks, take Fromm or even Eason – in the third, and you got yourself a team for the future. I mean, go ahead, anyone who listen to this, even you, Jarrett, go look at the Vikings' depth chart after this. They have the offensive talent they need, even though Stafford is aging. They you have, mean, you I, mean the Lions? You said, you said the Vikings. Sorry, did I say the Vikings? Fuck, <laughs> I, don't even know. I wasn't even looking at that. Go look at the Lions' depth chart. They have offensive talent, wide receivers galore, now carry on and Swift who I think Swift might be used more as a pass catcher out of the back. Oh, 100%, 100%. Or um, maybe, maybe carry on Johnson could be used as a pass catcher. That's true. And then their defense, just it's just cra- kind of crazy how it's worked out for them. They are a team that could be some trouble now heading into this year for the Bears and for the Packers. I agree. I agree. So that's the NFC North. Let's roll into our last division, the NFC West. Which we, we I've already said the Cardinals were my favorite team in the draft. I gave they them were my yeah they were the best team in this division maybe in the NFC. Yep. So, so we need to talk about them. Uh, our least favorite, and it sucks. It's the best team, maybe the best team in the division, the Seattle Seahawks. Yep, Seattle gave them a D. D plus for me. I mean, you pass up with rusher you need. With Jordan Brooks in the first round. Jordan Not, Brooks. Okay. I, I, I get it. I get it. You want to go linebacker? He wasn't even the best linebacker on the board, though, because Patrick Queen then got taken at 28 right behind him. Yeah, Patrick Queen. And even, like, we talked about this before, Epinez and Bond, even though they got taken in the second and third, their first-round talent. I mean, you take Jordan Brooks over him, you could have taken the edge rusher and Gross Matos. 
they just they could have went any other direction than what they did. I get they addressed the defensive end and Daryl Taylor in the second round, but who the fuck is Daryl Taylor? I mean, yeah, just just bad. And for but me, they, 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 they missed on names. They missed on names like Gross Matos and Epineza. So they got a D. Horrible. Move on to the next one. Who is who is number three for you in the NFC West? It is the Los Angeles Rams. If I want to include their logo, I would give them an F. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking atrocious. Dude, um, it is bad. I, I have the Rams and the Niners. Bad. I have the Rams and Niners fairly close, but I do have the Niners in my third with a C plus. I gave you have the Niners at your third? With a C plus? I gave them a B. I gave the Rams a C minus. I gave the Rams a B minus. And this is why. I think the with their first pick, they took Cam so, Akers. You gave you gave the Rams a C minus. I gave him a B minus. Cam Akers to me isn't horrible, but I do like the Van Jefferson pick. See, I don't even love the Van Jefferson pick. Um, that to me is not a need that they were like absolutely dying for. But I want to address the the Cam Akers pick first. Okay. Um, when Todd Gurley wasn't in last year, everyone's like, "Oh, Daryl Henderson, Daryl Henderson," wrong. Who got the touches and the touchdowns? Malcolm Brown. They could give him a chance, draft a much more needed player here than Cam Akers. So what what was their most needed needed position in your eyes then? In my eyes? Yeah. Offensive lineman or really pretty much anyone on the defense. Fair. So so you would have liked them to take uh, best player available defense side of the ball. Yeah, because, I mean, they're not bad. They just need some help, like, protecting Jared Goff. They need some help in the in the defense, just honestly in any sort of defensive position, which is why Terrell Lewis, the outside linebacker at Alabama, was my favorite pick for them. Yep, He's a great too. value. He's a big need. I just feel like the running back and wide receiver picks in round one and round two, I mean, their first two picks were a little bit forced. Not exactly what I thought they needed, um, now, I mean, shit, you have Daryl Henderson, you have Malcolm Brown, and Cam Akers. That's just the crowded backfield. Makes for complicated things. Bad locker room issues. Van Jefferson, while he was kind of like one of the upper echelon receivers to go, I just feel like he's not going to add too much value to them. Yeah, I mean, I gave them a B- minus um, over the San Francisco 49ers. Who who I had in a C plus? We'll just roll into them because you basically talked about everybody that I want to talk about. Um, Sorry, <laughs> I love the Niners drafts. I love the Niners first draft pick, Javon Kinlaw. They traded back. How they got him though is beyond me. Yeah, they, that was their biggest need. We had them taking a wide receiver, but tackle was their biggest need. So I I love that. I hate that they traded up from thirty one to twenty five with the Vikings to draft Brandon Ayuk. It makes me not, sick. Did not like that at all, at all. Because you have George Kittle. He is your tall, big-body guy. You don't need Brandon Ayuk to kind of fill that void. I get it. So here's how I am on the situation. If you look at their wide receivers, I honestly think the 49ers are in fucking trouble. They're in trouble, and they're in a bad way. Like, I'm not saying Brandon Ayuk is not – They just traded away fucking – they traded away a good – Emmanuel Sanders. They didn't trade him away. He got he he was only he was on the left. Oh yeah, that's he right. Traded away Godwin. Yeah. So, 
or Goodwin or whoever it is. Yeah. I know you bitched at me last time for that. But either way, like their wide receivers, go look at them. It is bare. It is not looking good for Jimmy G. They have George Kittle, and that's about it. I'm not saying Brandon and Ayuk cannot come in and be good. Don't know much about the dude. I just feel like there's a lot more receivers with a bigger upside that can come in and take his place. Yeah, they traded Goodwin to the Eagles. So, um, I don't I don't like that pick. They could have had Mims. They could have had uh, really only Mims. You mean the Michael Pittman guy who's a tall, big body? Yeah. I mean, I'm really just, anyone. I love really their first Ayuk. Yeah. They, well, they had two first-round picks and didn't have another one to the fifth, so it's super hard to judge it, which is, which is why I judged it so hard on that second first-round pick and gave him a C-plus because I don't think – not only should they have traded up, they should have stayed pat at 31. They could have got Denzel Mims. They could have got fucking um, the kid you just mentioned, Michael Pittman. They could have stayed pat and not traded up. I just think that was a bad move on their part because the Vikings already got the receiver – why are you trading 25 to get Brandon Ayuk? Yeah, I don't know. Again, it might be one of those situations where they know some insider information. Then again, hey, I'm not going to bash Brandon Ayuk. I'm not saying he's bad. Don't know a lot about the dude. Just not super confident that he is going to be the guy that the 49ers and everyone else think that he's going to be. Yep. Well, that's our draft grades. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I have really had fun covering the draft this year. Uh, this is probably something we'll do for years to come. Like we'll obviously keep doing our mock draft episode, but this is our first year we kind of like revisited, revisited, and did grades because there wasn't shit fucking else on. Um, with 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 that being said, we're covering the NFL. Let's talk about a few other things. Travis, yeah, did you see that the NBA some facilities are open back up for for training in May? I did not see that in that the NHL is opening back up for a two-week training camp on June 1st. So does that mean that the season's going to happen by July or by June? So they're what I've been reading is they're trying to do it in pods, like the rest of the season. So like the rest of the schedule will be fucked. But they do it in pods, and there's like four or five host cities. So like people that are around that would play the remaining – 11 to 14 games they have left and then they start they start the playoffs in July. NBA, I don't know, but I know NHL is going to be reporting back on June 1st for training camp. Man, this is I mean I don't want to say it's gotten out of hand, but it's gotten out of hand. It's, it's gotten been a while hand. now. It's gotten out of hand. You at can At this say point it. for me it's like when the quarantine's up, am I going to go out to bars? Am I going to be reckless? No. Am I going to do stuff that I want to do, like go to sporting events or go out in public, go out to eat? Yes. I think that there is never going to, it's never going to go away. Until, until they get a vaccine 18 months from now. A vaccine that is 100% effective. Until then, it's never going to go away. I hate to say that. I don't want to be fucking brutal, but people are going to die. I mean, shit happens. Shit, I hope everyone's safe and nobody that I knows or nobody that actually anybody dies and people are going to die. Shit's going to happen. You can't just force everyone to stay at home forever. No, that's my thing. I I'm over it. It's been like 45 plus days. I'm ready to get back to normal. I'm ready to go out to restaurants and have a beer. I'm just ready for shit to be back. So 
but that's that's the first positive sign that we've had. I'm sorry you hear my dog in the background because it's raining in my house now, um, which might be the sign that we need to wrap it up. But anyway, Outer Banks. I turned Travis onto this show. Y'all need to watch. I finished it, it before Jared did Outer Banks. Honestly, not even exaggerating. One of I would say this is my, this is in my top five shows of all time. Oh my god, we finished it last night. Amazing. And Carl and I like. I'm sad that I don't have more episodes to watch tonight. Yeah, I was in the middle of a couple other shows, and I was I was talking to my girlfriend earlier. I'm like, oh, I, just, I just want more episodes of Outer Banks. That's all I want. Yeah, because it's that good. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Season two is definitely coming, right? That Netflix hasn't ordered it yet. They have not ordered it yet. It came it just came out fourteen yeah, days. So ago. what what Netflix likes to do? They like to they like to wait and watch like a month's worth of data to make sure it's going to be worth. But they're gonna they're gonna get it. This shit like, it will be number one on Netflix by the end of the month. It or was by the end one. of its first month. It was it was number one for a little bit. Now it's like number four. But it's been the top ten for like the past like three weeks. Um, which with the I don't I'm not going to give any spoilers. But with the way it left off, there almost has to be a season two. Oh, yeah. They left room for a season two anyway. For sure. For sure. It's a great one. Travis, the, so, next, one, the next one you need to watch, which I think me and Carly are going to start it either tonight or tomorrow. It's, it's a show. It's, it's, not, it's not a Netflix original show, but they put, just put it on Netflix. It's called Waco. Um, and it's got fucking Tim Riggins from Friday Night Lights as like the bad guy. Okay. I could get into that. Yeah. And I might start it. But I was I was kind of skeptical because I've kind of been into trash reality TV lately. And Jared said, "Watch Outer Banks." Blah blah blah. It's kind of just a regular show. Skeptical about it. I finished it, and I'm not even shitting you. In 28 hours. Yeah, dude, it's a ten episodes. They're 50 minutes long. I finished it in a little over a day. Well, like every single episode, like leaves you on a cliffhanger, like wanting to fucking start the next one. Like it's so good. So, watch it's awesome. Has me wanting to go on vacation. I mean, that's about it. Vacations, vacations coming back soon too. Vacation. Um, anyway, hope you guys enjoy our draft grades. I know that that's really been pretty much anything to talk about this week, except for we'll, we will have another episode next week, assuming Dana White makes it happen, which he which he is, because UFC two forty nine is happening in Florida, and the Florida governor deemed sports as an essential business. Damn right, they're essential. They're essential for us. And, and and the card is fucking stacked top to bottom. I mean, Cowboys fighting on the fucking undercard. Yeah, so it's going to be good. We're going to talk about it, all our gambling stuff. Speaking of gambling stuff, we did absolutely horrible. We'll mention it on next episode. Yeah. Play us out. Let's not. Peace out. How you pull up, baby? How you pull up? How you pull up? Up. In the kitchen. Let's go. Brand new Lamborghini, fuck a cop car. With a pistol on my hip like I'm a cop. Have you ever met a real nigga rock star? This ain't no guitar, bitch, this a clock. My Glock told me to promise you gon' squeeze me. You better let me go the day you need me. So bitch, me on that nigga, get the bus. And if I ain't enough, go get the chop. It's 
safe to say I earned it, ain't a nigga gave me nothing. I'm ready to hop out on a nigga, get the bus. Know you heard me say you play, you late, don't make me push the butt. Full of pain, dropped enough tears to fill up a fucking buck. Going for buckets, I bought a chopper. I got a big drum to hold a hundred, ain't going for nothing. I'm ready to air it out on all these niggas, I can see I'm running. She talked to my mom, she hit me on FaceTime, just to check up on me and my brother. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.